Hello and welcome to another episode of Beside Ourselves. I'm Danny. I'm Benny. Uh, I, I'm Shakuna, apparently. And Shakuna. And we're here to talk about an album that Benjamin has decided to grace us with. Yes. It so, is Kesha's Rainbow. So, for those of you who like know me and like are familiar probably at this point with my musical taste usually i'm going down like the like pop punk emo like routes and you guys have asked me i, I believe it was, it was it was last week or the week prior like why like like why this album <laughs> um yeah why? so i believe i was this whole how i kind of found it initially was i believe i was listening to the radio um which i generally do um and i think it was on like uh it might have been like serious serious xm but they had like um one of these songs playing um on uh, on there and i didn't really know who it was like just because i was i didn't really wasn't really paying attention and i and like i just i heard this like amazing voice and i'm like holy shit and then i saw who it was i'm like oh that makes no sense to me because i mean i don't know about you guys but i'm not really familiar with with her music besides her like hits i was not like, until this podcast yeah. yeah um i mean i i, I can probably name um some songs outside of this album on like one hand like like uh like that tick tock on the, like, like, <laughs> and, yeah, like her first like intro song or whatever like her debut like single like that introduced kesha as like a person or whatever yeah, it, it just it gets she just she's known to be like just like a like like just like to like like throughout like like like, like club hits like like, like party girl like, like club hits. So right, I mean, I think this one. I mean, just from my own perception of her original work, and this is definitely it's it's a third a third album. Um, and I'm not too sure what the other terms are called, but I believe it was like Warrior and something else. But this, this is her third um studio album. And definitely a departure from like her like like really like club like pop sound um that her first two albums really really i guess like set forth i mean she definitely had like like her like, like audience was it like people who just like love to party and to and to go to the club and get drunk and and and, and do a bunch of stuff um and that was like that's how, that was her home vibe this um, is her but, fourth album is it her fourth album wow animal in 2010 Oh, cannibals! Never mind. Okay, so same it's, year. Oh, don't listen to what he says. I'm right in saying this is her throw album. Don't tell me. I'm wrong. <laughs> no, it's her fourth album. She released two in 2010. This is not Animal, so is... Cannibal, and Warrior, and then Rainbow came out. I sure wasn't like an EP. No, it uh, looks like a full album. Okay, well, I could have sworn I when I was doing research on this, I, it was a third album. But I'm wrong. Danny's right. My Maybe bad. I'm wrong too. I'm wow. just looking at Spotify. Spotify isn't always right. Well, sometimes you also Spotify miscategories or misdates albums because there was like re-releases or like extended versions and stuff like that. So it may. Well, well hold on. You know what? Here's there's an easy way to find out, gentlemen. Sure. We're, we're, we're savvy internet people. Hold on. Right. They're Wikipedia for these sorts of things. While you're looking it up, Benny, oh, did it. you did you find out why she took such a long break between this and last album? Well, I know that she had had a bit of stuff going on. Um, in her like professional and and I guess personal life, um, and I was kind of going to go kind of get into it, but I know like like the like, title track of, of this album kind of came 
when she was like in like rehab and she basically like, wrote like wrote rainbow um while she was in rehab um and it kind of set the tone for the entire um the entire album um, and just kind of like just being like unapologetically yourself um and i think she just she's kind of ran with that uh, i think the, the if, as we go, as we dive into these songs, like a, a few of them definitely have a little like nods to the people who did her wrong and her being like, you know, like, fuck you. I'm just, I'm, I'm going to be me. And like, you, you just need to just like get on with your life and I'm, I'm over it. Um, and, and I think this is like her way to get over all the shit she was going through. Mm-hmm. And I think she did it in, in a very convincing way. Um, again, it gets, it's pretty cool. Like, like it's, I think um, there's a lot of different influences um, in this album, um, and I she a lot of like cameos from like, like from like Dolly Parton and like the Eagles of Death Metal, and and honestly, a lot of this album is like a, a definitely like a mixture of different like genres. Like it's, I think like there's like a few like like, like country. Like, like, like inspired hits, um, which yep. we'll get into later. Um, yep. there was a, a there's a few hit, a few songs on here that are definitely like kind of like a, a, a little nod to her like previous roots of like poppy club uh, club bangers. Um, but most of this is, is just like her just like flexing on her like, incredible voice, which again I didn't really ever really think that like, Kesha had an amazing voice just because of like her previous works. I, I, I never really like considered Kesha to be an amazing vocalist, but in my opinion, this, this was like some of her best work in, in kind of flexing her like vocal ability. Um, and I'm really intrigued to see um, what you guys think. Um, Cause I think this is an, an amazing collection. I mean, there's some songs that I didn't, wasn't really a huge fan of, but overall I definitely, definitely enjoyed um, like, like this album of hers. Right on. So uh, just uh, as for a point of clarification, gentlemen, uh, so this would be her third studio, studio album. Oh, I was so, wrong. So Animal was released first, then Warrior, then Rainbow, and then in 2020, she released an album called High Road. High Road. Uh, can- yep. So uh, Cannibal is an extended EP or just an EP. Oh, oh yeah. See, that's so, what I said, EP. Yeah. <laughs> So there you go. So yeah, she has a total of four LPs, and uh, Rainbow is her third studio LP. So, mm-hmm. so there you, go. you know from the backstory, from what I read, is that Dr. Luke, her producer, and Sony mm-hmm. developed this party girl persona for her, correct? And one that caused her to do a lot of drugs and drinking and whatnot, and led her down some very dark paths. But also, they weren't giving up on that, and she wanted to get rid of that persona, which is why mm-hmm. she made this album. Four years later, after I guess her contract with Sony was up on how many she had to make, because yeah. they were really drilling home, like you're the party girl on our label, you can't stop, won't yeah. stop, can't stop, won't stop. Uh, also, too, I think there was also some not to get like super dark here, but I also thought there was like some sexual assault allegations. So too. yes, What's, Dr. Luke, uh, if, that, if that's correct, that is correct. Yeah. So I, I, I believe like, I didn't really dive into like, like too much into that whole story. I know like she. Um, like through, I, I believe like, like a like a lawsuit um, to, to him. I'm not sure um, like what the result of that was. I'm pre- I don't know if it, it actually did. I don't know if it actually like it's like end up charging him with anything. Uh, I don't know if you, you guys have found that out or not, but I'm pretty sure she, I didn't she just too deep into it. So I know I she like she char- she like threw a lawsuit towards him for those sexual like. Uh, like allegations for sure um right which is like it's it's far too common like 
nowadays. So it, it's a shame, but I mean, like, hopefully, like she became like a like hopefully some made her better. Um, as as a result, but uh, yeah, no, it's a it, it's crazy how like all that she shit that she went through, kind of like like. Especially with we have too. That's, that's that's fucking crazy. Like I, I was reading a story. I'm like, it's, it's just nuts to me that. Yeah, it's definitely not. Good I'll, I'll sure. get more into it when we get into Rainbow, um, like the actual title track. Um, but yeah. uh, there's a whole story behind that, which I found to be like completely mind blowing, but pretty interesting too. So. So according to uh, from what I can see on Wikipedia here, it looks like the court case between uh, Kesha and Dr. Luke is still ongoing. So there hasn't been like a uh, according to this, uh, it looks like on April 6, 2016, New York Justice, uh, whatever her name was, dismissed all of Kesha's counterclaims against Dr. Luke. Mm -hmm. Kesha and her legal team uh, uh, appealed the injunction decision. And on June 7, 2016, Kesha was recorded uh, in a deposition stating all the allegations details. So it looks like there. Is so while one suit looks like it got dismissed, it looks like she has some other allegations she's making against him. So it's uh, looks like it's still ongoing. Okay, bummer. Interesting. Okay. Let me pour a drink before we get into this. Yeah, <laughs> I didn't. I didn't bring any alcohol with me. I probably should have. It's it's okay. Um, so 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 Benny, I'm, I'm gonna start off conversation here. I love you. Uh, this is going to be uh, this is, this might be a little bit of a bumpy road on this record. Uh, and I and I was talking to Dan before you you popped into the uh, the podcast room, and I'm like, I feel bad because I always feel like when Benny brings us albums that he like he really loves, I feel like we just kind of always just shit on them. <laughs> and, and I was like, uh, I'm like, but I'm just gonna have to. But be honest. I didn't say I was gonna shit on this album. I say I this nah. is like a roller coaster for me with a lot of highs and a lot of lows. Yeah, but we'll talk about. I have mixed feelings, and we'll get through it. I yep. mean, I don't care what the f you guys say. I'm still going to give this like, I, probably the highest, one of the highest ratings I, I've given to a record. I, I don't even care what you oh, guys say. Oh dang! I don't know about that. Oh, wow. Okay. Well, interesting. All right, so let's get into See, it. What no, about that? You know, first of all, Daniel. <laughs> Wait, what did I say? <laughs> well, I know about I'm that. I'm on your side here. Well, I don't know about being you, on the highest rating. Yeah. That's, personally, personally, yeah, personally. Okay, okay. Everyone's got a. I, I wasn't. I, I wasn't suggesting that you guys like should rate it high. I mean, I I didn't really think you guys would, but this <laughs> is the point of this podcast is to yeah, absolutely give different uh, diff, different opinions. Um, and so it's funny because I know I wasn't really who, who was that the guy that I forget what his name is, but um, the guy who does that that needle talk on on TikTok. Um, oh, you talking about uh, Anthony Fantano? Yes. So I actually like I today I listened to like, his review about um, it, and oh, I was completely man. thinking he was gonna just, like shit over at, at every single part of this uh, like, album. But yeah. he actually was like he had some like uh, like some like uh, like like loves, also some hates too. And I think he gave it like a seven out of ten, which oh, okay. which surprised me. Um, yeah, that's yeah. solid. But but it was a strong seven. Um, in yeah. in, in his opinion. So I thought that was interesting, but. Hey, you know what? Like it's, I knew right out of the gate that this is probably going to be my second album that you guys probably wouldn't like very much. But you know what? I don't care. 
because yeah, I love it. So we, we can move right into it. Yeah, he gave it a strong seven. That's uh that's high praise coming from him, honestly. Like I I know you like uh there are some people out there that think that like Anthony Fantano just kind of shits all over anything that's pop music, but he's actually pretty objective in a lot of his opinions on things. Now, do I agree with every single thing that he says? No, but uh I usually when he gives something at least in my opinion, a six or a seven and above, usually there's something to be said that like, hey, it's it's worth sitting down and listening to. It may not blow your mind, but at least it's it's a good listen for the most part all the way through. Agreed. So, so anyways, uh, gentlemen, I say let's waste no time here. Uh, we, we've done a little bit of vamping. I say let's uh, dive in the track list, shall we? Mm-hmm. Benny, you get to announce the songs. Hey, I look at that. Do it. No, I'm good. <laughs> all, right, all right, track one, Bastards. No. <laughs> <laughs> I'll do it after Bastards. Go ahead. All right, fair enough. All those motherfuckers been too mean for too long And I'm so sick of crying Darling, what's it for? Okay, okay. So, I mean, I think this, it's, it was a bit of a slow, a, a slow start to the album, which was, I, I found it be, I, when I first heard it, I thought it was surprising because I think generally, like, when you think of like Kesha, I think she's gonna like explode out of the gate. Um, however, I think it was a pretty interesting, I guess, I guess, start to the whole collection. And I felt like it was a nice acoustic ballad, and I, I definitely enjoyed it. I mean, again, this is like right. I think it was like like ten or twelve seconds in. You kind of like see her like belt out her her voice a little bit, um, but I definitely. Like, enjoy this song. Um, I, I think it was different. Um, and what do you guys think? So, um, so this actually, believe it or not, was not my favorite song off of the album. If you can, if you can guess that, um, the the notes I wrote down on this because I was as I was listening to them, I was jotting down notes in my little notepad thing here on my phone, and this is what I wrote as like a stream of consciousness. Feels like she just learned three guitar chords on a guitar and the lyrics are kind of a baby's first Taylor Swift song. Uh, empowering lyrics, obviously. Um, and I like how it picks up in the, in the, the back half of the song. Uh, and it feels kind of like a stadium call because there's, there's a lot of like kind of call like a back and forth that exists towards the end of it. So like I get where she's going with it kind of like as a lead off, but it just, it feels very... It, I understand the reason why this is not a pop record just as, as a start off to the conversation, because I'll, I'll keep on kind of coming back to this statement as we go through the album is I understand this isn't a pop record and this is more of a personal feeling of just kind of like kind of her cleansing herself from all the bad shit that's happened in her recording career yes. as well as personal life. Right. Mm-hmm. But as such, it's, it kind of like it feels because of because it's such a, a rebirth of her persona, if you will. I just I just don't know if the musical ability there like like it, it sounds like three chords. It sounds like C, A and maybe G. Well, I don't think it's and her playing. It may not be. But if that's the case, then she should definitely hire some better studio musicians because that is not it, it just sounds very rudimentary and just kind of like baby's first Taylor Swift song to me. That's just kind of how Ouch. I feel. About it. Yeah. It's, it that but that you know what here's the thing though every song i gave it a, a out of 10 score i gave it a four out of 10 which is not like great but at the same time too it's also you know i'm not saying like it's an absolutely bad song it's just it's it's just bland that, that's how i felt about it dan 
So I went into this like you guys, or you, Shakuna, only knowing the singles by Kesha. I've never sat down and listened to a Kesha album. My first note is, when the fuck did she make a country album? <laughs> right? um, it's yeah. very stripped down and not what I was expecting and not what I wanted. Um, <laughs> I will say, after reading into the drama, because while the song was playing, I decided to go and read up on what happened. Um, it makes more sense. It feels more important. I'm kind of indifferent on this song. It's... Like you said, it's a little cookie cutter. It's not my favorite, but I don't hate it. It's fine. Right. It's, it's a fine it, intro track. It, it's bland, but I, and I understand the reason why it exists, though. It's so going from like once again past trauma and 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 trying to like rebirth herself in, in terms of like an artist. Like I understand the concept and the reason why songs like this exist in the album because it, it's trying to it's trying to paint a picture, right? Yeah. Um, but. Well, I'll get into it as we as we get into other songs because there's other reasons why I say that like it, it feels a bit disjointed. But anyways, but this is it's it's a it's a fine track to start off with. Not so, like setting the world on fire, but not not horrible either. So I'll, I'm gonna backtrack to what I said earlier. So apparently <laughs> she wrote this song um, by herself um, on the guitar at okay. four in the morning. So. <laughs> Take it, Seems take like with, that kind of song. Take with yeah. what you what you will, but it could be she just like was like in her own head, maybe on some stuff. Maybe, maybe. I'm not saying she was. She's but, not anymore. That's the point of half this record. Well, <laughs> I, I know she's not on some stuff anymore. <laughs> it's supposed to be clean and sober, right? I thought she wrote this in rehab, like when she was getting out of rehab. No, she wrote one of the songs on in rehab. Oh, got it. Okay, not the entire, not, not the entire record. Oh, so the title track she wrote. I'm in rehab. Okay, got um, it. Okay. All right, let's move on. on. Okay, cool. One. All right, so we're moving on to title track. Or not talk. Talk. <laughs> track number two. This is called Let Him Talk, featuring the Eagles of Death Metal. Ooh. <laughs> So, <laughs> I think this was like a, like a I, I I like this song a lot more than than than, than bastards. Um, I think it was again like the, the first one. It was like a, an acoustic, uh, like a little like, like a slow ballad song, and this one kind of like it's had a bit of like a, I guess like a like a, like a punk ish to it, like, like a, the drums and everything. And I think that, that was that was great. I mean, again, I, I'm gonna really have positive vibes for most of these songs, so. I know you guys might have a different take, but again, uh, I thought it was a it was an interesting departure from the, the the first song, and then it went into this song. And what, Dan? What's up? Oh, you're you're on mute there, buddy. <laughs> you mute you. I, I would I like to go next. Song, <laughs> um. All right. So first off, the one positive note: uh, her vocal inflections are fun on the song. All right. Uh, I can't fucking stand this song. This is Disney level sugary sweets. The lyrics are ridiculously dumb. I, even the line suck my dick. Like the way it's sung sounds like it still could be in a Disney movie, which is funny to me. It seems like a montage song for a made for TV romantic comedy. And I hate it, hate it, hate it. Ooh, I really cool. thought the Eagles of Death Metal would bring more to the table on this. But the, no, they made it worse. 
Yeah, I was gonna say I'm like so I, I put in my notes here. Was was the Eagles of Death Metal actually needed here on this song? It feels like a ripoff of an Avril Lavigne song from 2004. Ooh. That, that that said, that said it's danceable, but the the one thing that was like an absolute thing that just completely killed it for me was the suck my dick one two twat four. I was like I didn't even hear the twat. Yeah, yeah. I was like, oh, I'm like, come on, man. Like, okay, I get it. Like, this song probably isn't for me. I, I get this whole album is like a female empowerment, like girl power, you know, take on the world kind of shit sort of album. And and I'm all here for it. I'm, I'm seriously. Okay, I, so, and I, okay, I wanted to, to defend this a little bit because don't defend it. I don't think that like we all we all assume that Kesha is this like master lyricist. Like, like it's she's. She's known for just being like goofy. So no, I don't really think there, you, there, you should go in this and be like, oh my God, these no, lyrics no, no, are no. so dumb. Because honestly, like that's part of her stick is that she's and like, also, a goofy, though, I'm, dumb, But like, here's the thing, I'm fine with that because you know what? Because Avril Lavigne can do that completely fine and not and not like cuss in it. You, you see what I'm saying? Like she can she can do the yeah, 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 I don't want to be your girlfriend type of shit, or she can do something that is K-pop uh centered. And I'm like, okay, that's Avril Lavigne. I give that to her. She's she, that's who she is, and and I give the same credit to Kesha, and because that's how she came about. But she she her first music video, she was passed on a bathtub, looking like she was a hot fucking mess express, <laughs> and then she like eats an ego waffle, then goes out and like and brushes her teeth with a bottle of Jack. Okay, I get that's who she is, but this is just it just feels like it's it's so ham fisted that it, it's it's almost like a turnoff. And there, I I wrote all this, and then I listened to the rest of the album, and like there are songs on this album I love. Same. We will get into those. Same. But when going back through the second time, it made me hate this song even more. <laughs> yeah. Sure. Because of the other songs that I think are actually incredible or really poignant or really good, but I just think. And it's a spoiler for later in the album, but I think Eagles of Death Metal did not do justice on anything they did in this album. Not like, at all. Maybe they made it worse because it doesn't <laughs> really go with her vocal stylings or something. But man, oh, just the way this song is, I, I, my first note actually that I crossed off, but I'm going to say is like, Benny, what the fuck did you get me into? <laughs> I really thought I was going to hate the album. I didn't hate the album. I'm going to come out and say that I did not hate this album. There's a lot I liked on it, but I was by this point track two. I was like, Oh my God, what are we in for? <laughs> yeah. It, it felt. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but it redeems itself later. I promise. Oh, there, it does a lot. I, there are I, songs I, that I'm going to keep on playlists in this. Yeah, like there are songs I love on this album that I didn't know about, but this song I hated. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, move on. Okay. Yeah, let's move on. <laughs> All right, so we're moving on to track. I'm just crying shame later. It's fine. No, right. Benny. Um, so next one um, is is woman featuring the Dap King horns or the Dap King's horns from uh, uh someone uh, was it Cheryl and the Dap Kings? No, it's I, I don't remember. Anyways, doesn't matter. Here we go. Thanks. Baby, all right. I don't need a man to be holding me 
you want to pass it off to you guys first? How, yeah, how you, can Daniel? I go first? Yeah, please. Yeah, I'm going to say Dab King's killing it. And thank you, Benny. This got so much better so fast. This song gives me Amy Winehouse vibes at parts. It gives me Miley Cyrus parts vibes at parts. It's a bit cross between like fun country and like, I don't know, just dancey tunes. Kesha seems to be having fun in this song. I don't know if I just didn't feel the fun in the last song, but it sounds like she's enjoying singing the song and I'm enjoying listening to it. The lyrics aren't really breaking any walls down, but it feels genuine and it sure. feels awesome. And it makes me want more. Like this was the start of the album for me. This is when I was like, okay, I can dig this, Benny. Good job. And okay. So, and I kind of, I mean, there were songs that I absolutely love and is this one it, it is 100 yes so i think what might have done it for me is like i i heard the first song i ever heard was i believe it was praying um which i which we'll get to um yeah but i heard that song I'm like holy shit i love this song i want to hear the rest of it and then i i bought the album and of course like i think that's the second song second i guess track on this i do agree it's a low point um in the album but this is one of the higher points i yeah, believe it is. and it, it's just fun and i like and i think that i noticed and it even happened in her last album too is if she or like when, when, when the, like the recording and they're like break like somewhere like, like it'd be like a laugh we just keep it in there yeah and i thought that was so cute and it's so fun and i just found myself just like i guess finding more attachment to the song just because like you can tell like she was having fun with it and i forget which it was like right in the beginning of the song with just just you can hear her giggle um, as she's recording it i thought it was so cute so um shakuna what do you think Oh, you guys are not gonna like this. Uh, I liked it. <laughs> yeah, I'm really don't give a shit. So, can we, can you him? I'm a- <laughs> <laughs> no, you can't because I'm recording it. Ha ha ha. Uh, so my notes here are: uh, I want to like this song, but the lyrics just feel so incredibly hollow here. Like, yes, you're a woman. Got it. Message received. So, uh, also calling yourself a motherfucker? Why? It, it, it feels like this should have been a Japanese B side, as far as I can tell. You can clearly tell that she doesn't care about the production of the song either. Uh, horn section is hot though. So. Are you for real? Yeah. I I, the production on this song was much better. No, I, I don't. I mean, listen, I, <laughs> it, maybe, maybe I think I know that you guys like the idea of like the whole of like uh, her like singing off key and then looking at her producer and like, oh, yeah, we'll just leave it in here. And like kind of laughing about it. I was like, oh, man, like I, I get it. Like you want this to be like a fun party anthem, but it's like, can you not just take it a little more seriously? And then just. I don't know, like not have that part in there. It, it, I don't know. It, it just kind of it took me out of the moment, and uh, yeah, I didn't like it as much. What do you it know? put me in the moment? Their <laughs> <laughs> own. This is this is this is one of my low points on the album, as far as I'm what? concerned. Yeah, this was yeah. one of my favorite songs on the album. Mm, no, I, I there's there are like I'm looking at my notes right now. And there's like three or four that are like really like I'm like oh my god I can't get enough of this one. So okay. we'll talk about that. Oh Jesus! <laughs> All right, don't Benny, worry. Move on to the next song. Yep, moving on. Moving on to him, which is track number four on the album. Let's give it a listen. Uh, right here. Stars on the moon don't shine quite like we do. Dreamers searching for the truth. Go on, read about us in the news. Pretty reckless, pretty wild. Talking shit and we'll just smile. Don't 
you see these fucking crowns? If you know what I mean, you on the team. This is a hymn for the hymnless kids with no religion. Yeah, we keep on singing. Yeah, we keep on singing. Oh, he's a Kuna. All right. Tread so carefully, th- tread carefully with the song. No, so this but is. I want you to hear your take, but please tread carefully. I might have to cry. <laughs> no, this is the song that actually started the album off for me. That I was like, okay, this is a solid. Like I felt like this is the redemption of the album because I was like, okay, first and foremost, the notes that I wrote down here were actually very, very short. Um, honestly, this uh, seems like a very fun, positive anthem for Outcast, even if the chorus is a bit disjointed. There was only like there was one part of it that I was like, eh, really wasn't feeling it as much. I can't remember specifically where. But the entire time, it felt like this is like her stadium anthem, like where it, it's kind of like the whole yes. idea of like um, the, the the vibe that I always got from Kesha. Is she's kind of like the curator of outcasts, so to speak, like the, the ones sure. that are like, don't feel like they belong in like a, a a generic circle of people or generic type of people, right? Your mm-hmm. your your groups, your people from like the LGBTQ community, uh, you know, the, the, those that just don't feel like they have that type of representation or that matters. They're, she's kind of like the the person that kind of brings them very similar to like your Lady Gaga's and your uh your Adele's and, and that kind of stuff so I, I get that so when I heard that I was like man I'm like I could see her singing this in an anthem or in a stadium and just kind of like the rest of her fans kind of coalescing around that and almost like kind of like I don't know uh I'm trying to think of the any, another word I could use for it but it, it feels like it's a very harmonious connection to her fan base like hey like like this is who I am, you know, and and I'm and I'm doing this for you guys because I know that you don't feel like you belong anywhere, but you belong in in my in my group and sure. my so that no, I I gave that a solid eight out of ten. I was like, man, like that is that's good. That's really, really good. And I agree that it definitely was like a, a, a anthem for like like for the outcasts. And it's kind yeah. of funny you say like you said I think it was like disjointed. You said um it just a little bit just like a port. There's a portion of it that was, that felt a little disjointed to me. I think it was like towards the end. I just don't remember where I I should have wrote down like notes of like what I where I felt about that. But there's just like one part of it that just felt really disjointed to me, and I don't know why. But I wrote down. It's funny because like that's the exact same thing that Fontana said too. So I'm like, I'm honestly that you just like are like channeling your inner, your inner Fontana. Um, it might be, but uh, no, I just this is one of my favorites on, on the record for sure. Yeah, it's, um, it's one of mine too, for sure. I love it. I it's and I'll, I guess I can kind of get into it later, but um, I regret so much like not going to go going to see her um when because she went to the i think she was playing at the Fillmore <clears throat> for the um like rainbow tour and for some reason i i didn't go i didn't like i don't know if i didn't want to go i i just oh i i forgot about it then it, it like sold out but i really regret like uh like not going to see this is one of the songs i really wanted to see live um but i mean i haven't really heard of anything like in the works of a tour um, but I mean, I don't know if I would want to just because I, I wasn't really the biggest fan of her of her, of her newest release, but it's okay. We can move on though. Um, what is the next song? It oh, is, wait, we haven't we didn't get dance panita on this. Oh song. shit! I'm sorry, Dan. Go ahead. You probably want to wow. move on. Yeah. You, All right, Dan. You, go ahead. You probably want to move on. <laughs> oh wow! Really? <clears throat> no, go on. Uh, so Listen. okay, let me prep. <laughs> This is one of my least favorite tracks on the album, but not Run because of Kesha. 
I think Kesha's vocals and lyrics are incredible. I love her voice cracks and the high pitch when it's right. Um, it feels credible. It's like I enjoy everything Kesha's doing in the song. The backing track in this song is the most boring Casio bullshit I've ever heard in my life. Like, I think her voice is so strong and powerful in this song. It makes me mad that the backing track is just like a ding, 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 ding. Like, like it should be powerful like her voice. I hated the backing beat and I hated the instrumentals of the song. I don't think it's a bad song. I think Kesha killed it. I just hate the backing vocals, our backing track. Fair. It's not powerful like she is in the song. She is bringing it, and the backing track is doing nothing for it. I mean, I guess she doesn't need that because she's the one, like, the star of the show right now. Sure. But I just feel like if it had something cool in the background to accompany her, it would make the song 100 times better. Here's the one thing I'll add to that. Just uh, not that like I necessarily agree with you 100% here, Danny. I, I think this might be a particular case of we'll call it Magnolia Park-itis, where the, <laughs> the studio version doesn't sound as good as the live version. It's entirely possible that she may fucking kill this as like as a live version. She could do this acapella live and it'd be amazing. Probably, yeah. Like the way she I'd sings be, it. I'd be, I'd be pretty rad. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm just saying for the recording... I would have actually preferred it acapella because I really do think she killed it on the track. I just don't think I was annoyed hearing the backing sounds. Then after I heard it, it was annoying me the rest of the song. I was like, oh, my God, are you going to build up to anything? Is there going to be like a horn section, a cool synthesizer? You got anything else other than the Casio keyboard? <laughs> Fair enough. Wow. Sorry, okay. that was my rant it on was, it. It probably was her just with her own keyboard. just being like. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Benny, move okay. along. No, it's right. fine. I think honestly, I think, and that, that could be like part of it too. Like a lot of it was like like bare bones and simplistic, which is not for everyone. So maybe that's what they were going for. Um, who knows? But we we move on. Oh, um, also, yeah. real quick, I had to note that there were times she gave us almost like Beyonce vocals in this, like powerful Pretty ones. Close, yeah. Yeah, I I can like buy she. That. Again, I know I kind of shit on it because I was really annoyed about that backing stuff. She nailed it vocally. Yeah, that's it. Now I can move that, on. I'm that's sorry. It. <laughs> okay. All right. So we move on. Track track is, is praying. All right. Track number five, praying. Let's give it a listen. After everything you've done, I can thank you for how strong I have become. Cause you brought the flames and you put me through hell I had to learn how to fight for myself And we both know all the truth I could tell I'll just say this as I wish you farewell I hope you're somewhere praying Praying I hope your soul is Okay, so what we talked about before um, I mean, I think it's pretty obvious But I, I believe this is like a her like track to the doctor um, oh yeah and, um and i guess it's a like, track for anybody who's kind of like gone, gone through shit and has like shit people in their life and just time to like leave like just just go and I, I hope you are like wherever you are i hope just hope you're out of my life completely and that's what i kind of got from from this but um again I, it's one of this is the first track i heard um on the radio like that kind of introduced me to the whole album maybe you want to dive into the album but i'm very curious um and again raw friends here um honesty is key um shakuna what do you think 
Honesty is key. I love that. Um, so uh, this is another one of those songs that I actually really enjoyed. Um, so I, I put down here uh, and keep in mind, I wrote down these notes without doing any research on the uh, the I mean, back research on the album, like sure. I put together and all this stuff. So um, I said positive lyrics feels like Kesha is working through some past personal trauma. Uh, my only gripe is that there's a ton of effects on her vocals uh, that come across as a bit jarring at times. Um, and the chord structure feels a bit basic, but I love the overall message. Um, and, and it feels very raw and, and, and guttural, and it's also uh, a very good compliment. Oh, wait, or did I put, yep. Yeah. Uh, no, I, did, I didn't put that. Sorry, my apologies. Um, but it, it, uh, the, the piano does seem to compliment her voice a lot. So I gave it a 7 out of 10 uh, in terms of uh, my likability on that song. So once again, it's another one of the songs I really, really enjoyed off of it. I... <laughs> Also, really fucking love this song. Um, <laughs> I, I, actually was, think, I was right there for a second. I actually think this does the opposite of last song because it is bare bones again, and all they have is the piano, really, and some synthesizer behind her. But I actually think it works in this song, unlike the last one. Mm. Um, it's a beautiful song. Her vocal range is incredible in the song. The final bridge does feel a little preachy for my taste, but it's sung so well. And that final scream, wow. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Mwah. Great and, song, though. So you can see why, like, after hearing that song, why I was kind of sold. Oh yeah. <laughs> on on the, on the rest of that, like that, and the rest of the album, well, at least wanting to go check out the rest of the album. Because, I would have too if I've heard this on the radio or something. Yeah. yeah, this would have been the first song that I would have heard off of the album. I probably would have been a lot more invested into it than I was starting at track one. But that's yeah. <laughs> that's just how I feel. Um, I warmed up a lot, though. These last couple of songs really warmed me up. Well, I but. think, I mean, this is just like a general question, though. But do you think that most singles, though, aren't track one? No, no, not at all. You rarely see a track wanted, one. Because they want you to, like, build toward that. So that's probably by design. However, like, yeah, I just, I, again, I get like, this is probably either my like, top song or, or top three for sure yeah i mean keep in mind your introduction to this album benny was that you heard the singles we didn't so we're, we're going into this album completely blind and starting at track one sure if if that would have been the single but like oh man this is this is gonna be a tough this is gonna be a tough listen um <laughs> but no um like i said there, there are definitely some highlights on here um that and i think this is definitely one of them for sure all right, cool. Sounds good. Are we All ready right, to move, move on to track number six? The song yeah. is called Learn to Let Go. All right, so I again, I want to kind of push it over to Daniel. Oh, I get to start. Go yeah, for we it. should probably do it like a back and forth here, considering yeah. you know we're, we're the ones that are uh, that have listened to it the first time. Why not? Well, hopefully you agree. This is my favorite song on the album. Um, okay. Her vocal inflections on the song give me Caribbean vibes, and I love the I love the lyrics on this track, taking back control of your life. That needs it, it needs to go on every cheer me up mix I make from going like going forward. It's mm. it just makes me feel good. I like was swaying to it the first listen which is always a good sign um i had to go watch the music video for the song because i read that it like is cute and it oh. was precious because it's Aww. have you guys seen it i, I, I actually haven't no so it's her singing 
but it's her watching a video of her like childhood videos and it's like a little version of her dancing and she's like copying the dancing like it's not good dancing but it's like her <laughs> imitating a little version of herself and it's just like growing and like the things around her um it was adorable and i really i really 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 enjoyed this song a lot yeah it's um i wrote in my notes here very very short uh good chorus i love the 808s that push her verses along uh it sounds like a comp of a compliment to the previous track um and it's 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 positive uplifting and it, it yeah it just it gives me uh it gives me feel good vibes and i love it and it's actually the the highest rated song that i uh put on the entire album i give it an eight out of ten and i really 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 like it uh um, so and uh, arguably I'd say it's probably my favorite song on the album. Same. Oh, and wow. I, there was a moment I was, I listened to the song at least six times and I've only wow. listened to the album twice. I went back to it a few times sure. and I was like, even though there's songs on this album, I don't like at all. I'd almost go get this on vinyl because of this song, just cause I want to hear it on my stereo. <laughs> <laughs> and so I have it obviously. <laughs> and I, you I do. really, I really, really, I'm mad though that they didn't take advantage of the like, a rainbow variant or some or at least the, like a like a pink one. I mean, I didn't see only one that I saw was the was like the like black variant, which is fine. Um, yeah. I still have it on vinyl, but I still think it would have made sense to have like a rainbow splatter. Yeah, because maybe it got re-released and, and did that. Hold on, I'm checking Discogs right now. Yeah, because it's all I saw was the. What was the black one? So I mean, if I can find this for twenty to thirty dollars, I would probably pick. You this probably up on can vinyl. because it, it's. I don't think it's a. You can probably get it on, on a website still, because it's not like it's a one of those like hot sellers where like everyone is fighting for it. So. Yeah. Uh. So I am looking it's here. on Discogs actually. <laughs> <laughs> uh. Yeah. It's. It looks like it is actually relatively cheap on Discogs. Uh. Looks like. Uh, going for thirty bucks for the European version and about eighteen dollars for the U.S. version. Yeah. I would pay that. Yeah, uh, because and- I would like I said this song and there's a, I would say six other songs on this album that I would love to just jam pretty often. Mm-hmm. The artworks is uh, very interesting too. I'm I'm just kind of like scanning stuff. So uh, yeah, <laughs> booty, lots, lots um, of booty. I like it. So I was thinking about. Like so the music video was her as as a kid. Um, no, like it's dancing. her watching, watching home videos, and then the walls break down, and then she's like in the forest. But then like it keeps cutting to images of her like dancing in the back of a truck, and then she's copying the moves kind of as an adult. So like I know like I was reading that she like she she co-wrote every single song besides two, um, and like her mom was actually a big um, like writer as well. Um, throughout throughout this record, um, so she, so like, and I think her, I think her mom, I think touched every single song, if I'm not mistaken, if I'm mistaken, um, but, wow. um, so I mean, I know her mom is like is like, like a writer by trade. I'm not sure what else she's she's like dabbled into, but I know that her her mom was a big influence like on this record. So, plus she looked really cute in the video because the only catch I knew was not. <laughs> I don't know if she was anorexic or what she was on in the past, but she looked unhealthy in her older videos and she looked just gorgeous in this new one. She looked like an adult. <laughs> yeah, rehab will do that for you, I guess. <laughs> no, for sure. All right, gentlemen, we move on to uh, track number seven, I believe. Yes. Yep. It's finding you. All right. Let's give uh, let's give that a listen, shall we?
Right here. Feel you tonight, like the very first time. Let's run away, baby. Drive straight into the moonlight. Kiss me and tell me you're mine. Like no one's watching. Like time is stopping. Okay, I guess I'll go first. Like, why not? So, I mean, I think that's like, I the whole like theme of this album. I I like this one because it definitely is like a, a love song, and it's like a love song in, in how she is gonna like. What's it? Not, not just her, but just she's gonna find love no matter what. And even if they like they part ways like, in the next life, they'll find each other again, and no matter what they're going to end up together. Um, again, I, I really like this song too. <laughs> I, I really find it beautiful. Um, her vocals are great. Um, and I'm curious what you guys think. Oh, Benny. Hey, oh. Okay, you would think he wasn't saying that. Just oh, Benny. Saying, give me that sap shit. Benny. No. <laughs> no, stop saying that. Benny's getting angry. No, no, but but stop saying that. I'm not a child. You you can say what you think and not have to worry about my feelings. So no, I'm not. Listen, I I love you. Listen. So here's what I wrote down. Um, I don't like I. I like the lyrics in this song. I don't like any of the instrumentation in this song. Oh, we are going to have fights. I'll let you finish. Oh, okay. But so here's why I wrote. I don't like any of the instrumentation in this song. Feels like the guitar player and the bass player were drunk while doing the recording session because none of them are cohesive in any way. It also, it feels kind of like a ripoff a little bit of like a Led Zeppelin song to a certain extent. Like it just, I don't know. It feels like something off of Led Zeppelin four. Um, also, there was no really strong chorus, uh, and Kesha's lyrics are all over the place. It just, I don't know. It just sounds whiny as all hell. I, I gave it a two out of ten. I didn't. This is where oh, yeah. it, this wow. is where it officially dropped off for me. And this is one of my favorite tracks on the album. Wow. I think the backing sound actually sounds like an alt indie country song, some like from a band you'd see like touring with the Shins. Like I loved it. I I really enjoyed this track. I thought it was fun, and I actually liked that there was no chorus. Really, like it just felt like a structure that needed to happen. So not formulated. <laughs> okay, well, what, is this is totally like, <laughs> like, apart from like apart from what we're saying. It's like, almost like a pivot point. But I love how yeah. this is actually. I'm actually enjoying how we're not all like, <laughs> agreeing with the song i mean like, i'm gonna like like most of the songs on, on this album obviously but i like how you two are kind of divided on, on, on most of the songs it's actually it's it's great i love it it's interesting <laughs> benny this is what makes this friendship work do you realize this right <laughs> it does. like we're all either at me, each other's throats or we're not you know it's, it's but promise it's, me from it's this point forward though you again i i kind of gave you a little bit before but please tell me from this point forward they won't Apologize, okay? Me any of that? You're Canadian. Shit. I have to apologize to you because you apologize to me all the time. You know what? I mean, if you ever have a record that I think is shit, I'm not going to apologize to you. I don't, I don't either. So my next either. album, you're going to have tons of you things you hate. Oh yeah, no, we we're, can't wait. Wait a second. We're we're. I already overruled you. I we're. I'm gonna over overrule you. My birthday's coming up, and I've been skipped already once. You can't overrule me again. Fine. I get to pick the next album. Fine. Okay. <laughs> Fine. 
All right. Anyways, uh, gentlemen, we move on to track number eight. Uh, and this is the title track. The song's called Rainbow. Let's give a listen. Yeah, maybe my head's fucked up. And I'm falling back in love with being all I've dreaming in light, light, light. This kitty got lost her mind. Been looking for a star since I'm that I'll be all right. Look to the skies. I found a rainbow, rainbow, baby, trust me, I know life is scary, but just put the... Okay, so this is um, the, the track that we were talking about earlier, um, mm-hmm. she basically wrote, um, wrote re- rehab. So, so from the story that I heard online, um, she was she was in, in rehab, and she basically, like... Uh, like begged her like supervisor, whoever is in charge over there, to give her like, a, like let her have her keyboard um, for for like an hour a day, um, and then I believe her like partner, boyfriend, whatever at the time, um, like brought her her keyboard and she wrote this um like an hour a day while in rehab, um, and it kind of set the tone um for for the rest of the record. Um, apparently she was. Like it's like kind of kind of listening to like, like I guess like pet, pet sounds um like like wow she was like creating this song and which is why it's number eight because God only knows um is track eight on pet sounds so track eight on th- this record was rainbow so that that was kind of like a little like nod to that album that's interesting yeah. I did not know that. Uh, Daniel, I'll let you go ahead and give uh, your thoughts on uh, on things first because I, I said mine on the last one. Go ahead. Um, I didn't like this song. <laughs> That's unfortunate. Uh, so, <laughs> it's okay. Uh, what can I say? I see and I appreciate the emotion behind this song and the lyrics, but I just don't think this song is for me. This feels like a song for a musical theater kid. This seems like it could be a song in Glee. You know, like the way it's sung, it almost feels like they could be walking through the hallway and then like opening a door and then everyone starts singing. And I don't know. It's it's not terrible, but it's just not for me. I wouldn't say it's the worst song on the track, but considering how much I love the last track and spoiler, how much I like the next track, I thought this song was kind of like a dud, not really? terrible dud. Okay. I mean, I'm assuming it's... agrees with you. No, actually, I don't. I I completely <laughs> I completely disagree with you. Wow! Look at us go back and yeah. forth. <laughs> so this is what I wrote down. I said uh, I'm starting to pick up on the concept of this album with this track. It feels very empowering. Uh, decent instrumentation. Don't like the bridge on it all that much. Uh, however, though, um, I wish I had a bigger swell in the course instead of at the end. Um, but here's the the big sticking point for me. I really feel like this could have been more like a dance song. Like, I, I feel like this could have been like, and I get that obviously she's trying to kind of distance herself away from her dance record past, if you will. But I feel like this could be like a good remix version and have like a dance beat behind it and mm-hmm. still carry the same message and actually have it be a lot more kind of uplifting and empowering. Like just like have someone like right in the drop of it, like at the end of that piano, like from the first course, like have like a drum beat or something else just kind of hit right in the center of it and just mm-hmm. have it into something that's a lot more danceable to it and i feel like it would just make that song even that much better um it, but i gave it a solid seven out of ten I, I i really do like the song i'm not giving numbers but i would have gave it like a six out of ten i didn't hate this song i want to preface that i just didn't like it as much as i like the other songs i love in this album it was an okay song to me all right benny what's your thoughts on it <laughs> feel, feel like you're I, already my, I already said my, my, uh, my, oh, I thought my, you just pushed it off to us <laughs> no 
would you listen to what I said? <laughs> oh yeah, you did. <laughs> I did. And no, no, I love a song. So screw you guys. Let's move on screw to the next song. I'm a killing him. <laughs> no, I like I said, I really do like this song. It's it's uh it was one of those moments where uh because as much as I didn't like finding you all that much, but I liked the other songs prior to it, at least the first three or the first four or so, uh, or the the four prior to that, uh, I was like, man, I'm like, maybe this album's redeeming itself all of a sudden again. And well, We'll, we'll we'll talk more. Oh anyway. my God, we are going to be back and forth on this. All we right, might go. be. We very well might be. Uh, anyways, so we're going to move on to uh, track number nine, if that's okay with you, Benny. I mean, I guess so. It's called Hunt You Down. <laughs> All right, let's give it a listen. But I got something to tell. So Benny, do you want the negative or the positive review? Well, I love like the happy beat of the song. Like I, again, I, I never really dove into like the lyrics, and I was like, "Oh my god, she is like the shittiest lyricist of all time." <laughs> I just had fun, like listening to the song. So I want to hear both. Um, see, tell me the bad part. Um, all right, so that would be Shakuna first, then. Yeah. Okay. Yes. So, so I, I put very minimal notes on this one. I said, "Okay, dollar store Patsy Klein." This oh, feels fuck you! Of, this feels all levels of contrived. Three out of ten. No notes. Who are you? <laughs> <laughs> I did. My first note is someone who just, enjoys good country music. She just said in the last song that she's done being in all black, but at the start of this song, she's right. So okay. I want to be your angel in black. But anyways. And I said, okay, pick so, a lane, Kesha. <laughs> it's funny. Sorry to cut you off there. So I actually, it's funny you say that because I was diving to the lyrics a little more, a, 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 a little bit for, for the song. And I, and I heard that. I'm like, wait, it's all about colors and how she's all about colors. So it just, I right. I get that, that, that obvious like hole in the lyrics, but you can go ahead. Sorry. <laughs> um, my next one is, boy, do I appreciate a yodel in a country song. Not used enough. Yodeling is awesome. That baseline is so Johnny Cash it hurts. And then also she mentions Johnny Cash. Uh, it's an uplifting chorus to be threatening, but it's like she's threatening someone, but it's like a happy feeling like chorus. And I'm like, yeah, this is this is my kind of humor. I love it. Uh, I think it's just a fun country song. It's it's pretty bare bones basic for a country song, but it goes back to the Johnny Cash era of like a country song. And I'm I'm here for it. I love the song. And I know you said would you say you couldn't it was it was a it was a, was it a dollar store Patsy Klein's dollar store Patsy Klein. Yeah. I mean yeah. okay I'm not really into country all that much. Um, yeah. But she's not a country artist. This is just her throwing a bunch of shit at the wall, and hopefully it sticks. And I mean, that's fair. And again, I just think this was a dud. At her core, she's she's a pop artist, right? Like, like right. And I think that she was trying a whole bunch of shit, um, and she was just drawing a whole bunch of influences. And I, I love a song, so I. I, I I'm with the thing. Too, but there are there are country songs that are on this album that I really absolutely yeah. fucking love. This is just not one of them. Okay. And you were talking about throwing things at the wall and sticking. I think actually on this album she did country very well. I will get into the fact I don't think she does dance songs in the next two songs very well anymore. But the country songs, mwah. And th- again, I actually 
we'll get into it, but I kind of agree. Yeah. I think that, and it, it could be not only by design, but I think she, as we kind of mentioned before, she's trying to get away from that. That's what I was thought. That's what I was. Yeah. So maybe they get. Yeah. She probably just, and we can get into it later. But I, I believe she probably just threw in the dance numbers because to appease her fans who probably wanted a dance too. She well, that's I an exact I, note I put in the next. I song. guess I, I guess I fucking have to. <laughs> so well, I mean, you, you kind of have to though. I mean, here's the thing: like with a lot of artists, I mean, you can go, you can really look at any artist's discography, Weezer, Radiohead, Jimmy World, even for that for that matter. They have to throw in stuff that is familiar to their audience, otherwise mm. they're going to completely lose them and they're not going to get their album sales. So. Um, so I, I understand the reason why tossing in some dance songs into this record to, to kind of ease people into her idea of maybe branching off and doing country music or doing gospel music or whatever it is she wants to do with her career moving forward. Uh, sure. you, have, you have to have that that carrot on the stick a little bit, right? So I don't know. Anyways, uh, unless there's no notes, uh, we move on to the next track. Yes. Yep. And okay. it is Boogie Feet. Featuring the Eagles of Death Metal again. Let's give this one a listen. And this what? is Dan's favorite song. <laughs> So this is like probably one of my least favorite songs on on, on the album. Um, and reading up on it, are we are we a quote because I actually found like a breakdown of her breaking down um, each track. So mm-hmm. this, this is what was said, and this is like exactly what her words were. Right? It was um, uh-huh. so like I just wasn't in the mood to write to write a, a fucking wacky song. Um, her mom was like, "Oh hell no!" And Drew, I think Drew was one of her producers. Um, okay, Drew, 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 Drew Pearson was like, "This is really bad," and everyone was laughing at me. And I'm like, <laughs> and she was like, "No, trust me, it's bad. Yes, but in a good way." This is there was a fine line. <laughs> so if you guys think it's bad, which I kind of agree, so does Kesha. <laughs> <laughs> good. All right, good because here's my notes. Uh, I on. wrote. I wrote, ugh, no, just fucking no. This feels like a scuffed yeah, yeah, yeah song mixed with a little bit of white stripes. Also, what's with the dude saying dance with me, please? Has Kesha been listening to too much B-52s? It sounds like she's he's trying to impersonate Mr. Ed. Also, why Eagles of Death Metal again? Such a waste of good talent on this. Gonna shake my butt. That's my guarantee. My moves are such good luck you'll win the lottery. Fucking woof. Two out of ten. Maybe... I mean- I just don't like the Eagles of Death Metal as much as I thought I did because <laughs> I, thought, I thought I loved that band. Apparently, I don't like any, anything. They were the ones doing the oh, like the guy voices. Yeah. Um, it's too cringy pop to be a pop song. It's too not dancey to be a dance song. It's like a bad Ting Ting song. Do you know the band Ting Tings? Yeah, of course. So, yeah. like the they way she sings is very. Name. Yeah, that's yeah. not my name. That's but, not my name. Yeah, I was like. I want this song to be over and there's still a minute and a half is what I want. <laughs> it's okay. This is the one song that I have to agree. I think we all agree that it was. Yeah. But Where's the it's wah, funny wah, because wah. Like, everyone working on oh, the song oh, thought one? it was Here shit go. too. Here you go. <laughs> yeah, that song was but garbage. It's kind of funny though because as I mentioned before, like everyone working on it thought it was shit. 
Yeah. So <laughs> seems like, fair. Even Kesha was like, "Oh yeah, it's bad," but <laughs> like, her mom thought it was bad. Her producer thought it was bad. <laughs> All right, track You're twelve. Could talk and think something else into it. Anyways, uh, we move on to track number eleven. Boots. 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 Let's give a listen. A rolling stoner on a roll. Bring the cowgirl out and cock them guns. Always leave before the cowboy comes. Then I met you Saturday night. I tried to run away. Sunday morning, I woke up fucked up with you right next to me. Had a flight book to Japan, but you took me by the hand. Now every morning, I wake up with you right next to me. Okay, so. I think we might be divided on this one, which is fine. Mm-hmm. Um, but I just, I did like this. I think it was just like, it just brings it back to just like, like young love. And I, I definitely thought it was, it was fun. I beat, um, I'm curious what you guys think. Cause I actually, I enjoyed this a lot more than the last song, which I don't know if that warrants, <laughs> if that is, it makes any sense. Given like our, overall opinion of the last song but i'm curious what you guys thought uh dan i'll let you go first i hated this song um i i'm sick and tired of her singing about a kitty (laughs) i think the sweaty club beat is not very good for this song i was really into this album until these two tracks uh I, I, this is clearly made for older fans of chaotic pop Kesha. this is not made for this album in my opinion that's that's my notes. <laughs> yeah, well, they, uh, they put them together back to back, which probably I'm guessing is on purpose. <laughs> yeah, so I was getting really nervous towards the back half of this album. There are songs that redeem it. Uh, so, but I wrote, ugh, the pre-chorus on this is just nauseating. Sanity. I don't understand how this track makes any sense in the concept of the album. Is Ketcha searching for redemption, trying to find a purpose in her life, or just out to bone a bunch of random dudes? Because this song would argue the latter. Nothing wrong with that, mind you, but I just don't know how it fits into the context of the album 2 out of 10. Yeah, I just I just did not like it whatsoever. That's okay. Yeah. And now like, back to the division. <laughs> That's no, okay. I actually think we're in unity right now. <laughs> I, I think we all kind of unanimously agree that this is not a great track. It's, so it's, like I said, as I mentioned before, it, it felt like as soon as, what was it? Because uh, I, I absolutely loved Rainbow. And then after I was listening through like Hunt You Down, Boogie Feet, and now Boots, I was like, okay, is this going to be another one of those albums that like is front-loaded, that has a lot of good stuff on the front end of it, and the rest of it is just too too just garbage on, on the back half um but uh there like i said there's some some savior points here but well anyways we'll we'll talk about it once we get into sure. it um so i believe we are now moving on to unless there's any other comments no yes, no on no. this okay. one is old flames um and featuring miss dolly parton <laughs> the queen herself yeah okay, listen used to take comfort from long before i met you So I think you mentioned before um, how she didn't do country um, very well. 
in the first round. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that that we encountered, but I believe I believe she redeemed herself um in this song. And so when I first saw that like Dolly Parton was was like with her, again like I'm not familiar with like Dolly Parton's I guess like like, like, like like music really that much i know she's a legend um, oh dude get yourself familiar she's fucking amazing yeah so well i mean again like it's i, I know she, she's a legend she, she has a great voice so i was i was intrigued to see like how it sounded i think they pair pretty well um, on mm-hmm. the track so um yeah dan jacuna what do you think who first uh i believe it would be you dan go ahead I loved it. Um, I got nervous going into it because if you're going to cover Dolly Parton with Dolly Parton on the song, I I was nervous. But their harmonies worked great, to be honest. Um, Kesha did great. And my note was, uh, I can't believe most of my favorite songs on this album are country songs. Not at all what I was expecting when going into this episode or this review. Yeah. Yeah, I really liked it. So this is uh, this is another redeeming moment on the album for me as well. Uh, I was nervous when I saw that Dolly Parton was featuring it because I'm like, man, she's a legend, and, and it's her song. It, I see that I didn't know. I didn't know that yeah, was. Her I song. didn't know either. Yes, yeah. this is a cover off a Dolly Parton song. So this was like, she's covering Dolly Parton, but with Dolly Parton singing in it. Like you have some huge boots to fill right now. <laughs> yeah, no shit, right? So, but but even so, even they weren't covering a Dolly Parton song. Like she still has some pretty huge shoes to fill because she's yeah. duetting with a fucking legend. It's very similar to like Lady Gaga duetting with Tony Bennett. It's like it's one of those things where just like, man, you better be on your fucking A game if you're bringing like a like legend talent onto your record, right? Lady Gaga is a legend, though. She can she is now beast. She is now she is now, but I mean, yeah, arguably when she was releasing that album with Tony Bennett, I wouldn't say that as much. Um, anyways, nonetheless, um. The notes I wrote down here um, was uh, pleasantly surprised to hear Dolly Parton uh, makes an appearance on this record. Uh, shame it sounds like she gets drowned out in the front half of the record uh, with doing the vocal harmonies. It sounds like you can barely hear Dolly Parton at all. That's a good point. Which was- which was a which was kind of a big sticking point for me. Um, however, Dolly's verses are amazing. They're fire. They sound great. She sounds just as good as when she started out her career. Um, Always. Yeah, I mean, just proving once again that she has deserved legend icon icon status. I mean, she's just absolutely incredible. And I walked away from this uh, song just with chills. I was like, man, I'm like that was. If if I had to pick like a a good ballad off this entire record, this is the one. This is the one that I'd pick. Um, so. I gave it a strong seven for sure. So yeah. Okay. There you go. Oh, Time right for on. track thirteen. Yeah. Yes. Lucky number thirteen. <laughs> Godzilla. Oh, Godzilla. Yep. <laughs> Godzilla. Let's let's uh let's give it a listen. His emerald eyes, they sparkle and shine as he eats the food court and steals half my fries. That's what you get when you take Godzilla to the mall. This song's a little bit weird, um, bizarre. Um, I mean, it wasn't my favorite song. I, I, I think it was an interesting choice, um, but uh, I don't know. I mean, I, th- I think it's it, it's fine. It, it, it's fun. Um, I mean, it, I think it just goes back to like her just being goofy um, and just having uh, a goofy track on it. Again, sure. not my favorite, um, but I'm curious um, 
What do you guys think? I'm um, Daniel. How about you go first? Okay. Uh, I, I get to go first this time. Right, Dylan, go first. Dylan, the last oh, one. I'm um, sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> I thought we we're going back and forth here, guys. Uh, all right. So this is what I note, uh, wrote down. For a song called Godzilla, I was hoping for a strong rock anthem, not Kesha's rendition of a childhood nursery song. Two out of ten. Boom. Done. Fair enough. I'm going to counter that with this being one of my favorite songs on the oh, album. Wow. wow. This song is re- it's so ridiculous that I love it. It <laughs> okay. gives me Kim Ye Dawson vibes off Juno the Juno soundtrack. Okay. Like that ridiculous indie almost doesn't make sense, just fun little ditty. Um, I think it's silly, I think it's short, and I think I love it. And that's my note. Oh, it's, it's funny because like this is like it's funny how in the album that I thought like, I would like like everything you guys would like probably hate everything. <laughs> no, um, it actually. I mean, it's again. I didn't know what, what they expect, but it's kind of funny in an album that a song that rather that Dan you actually enjoyed, and I was kind of like more like on like the like, on the fence over. Um, Have you listened to the Juno soundtrack? I mean, it's been a while. I love the I, lo- I love the the movie. Um, and, and and the music as I was listening to, but I haven't actually like dabbled into the soundtrack yet. You should really check it out because Kimmy Dawson does a lot of like these really short like pizza songs. Or wait, I'm not. I'm a vampire is not Kimmy, but there's other like she does like four songs on the soundtrack, and it's just like adorable, weird, weird ass indie music. And this gives me the vibe. And actually, I really, really like the song. I know it's silly, but that's awesome. I, I think it's so silly. It went past stupid to awesome. You know what I mean? Like for me, it did. Fair. I yeah, I, I love I it. Couldn't get to it all. It's it felt like a, it felt like baby's first uh, song. I don't know. I, I couldn't. Anyways, it's all good. But uh, we move on. Final, final track. track. Final track on the album. Spaceship. Track fourteen. Yeah, spaceship. Spaceship. Uh, spaceship. Let's give it a listen. I need to cry. I'm gonna be going home. Oh, oh, oh. I'm waiting for my spaceship to come back to me. It's coming back to me. I don't really care if you believe it's coming back to me. Yeah. Okay, so I'm very interesting i guess adding to the album i think it, it just it makes sense um i think it's it's all about just like it's like basically i think it's what what i kind of got from it was that's like even though like she like trying really hard to like you could fit in like she just she is an alien and she just like she's she's hopelessly like as like, like not really uh like, like meant for this world which like, could be true um but sure. i one thing that i I did not like on this song is the very ending of it. Um, I don't know why, but I just thought like the like the ending was it. It just it kind of threw me off, and I wasn't really. I don't know what she was like. I think she was trying to be like uh, insightful and profound, and it didn't really come across that way to me. I'm gonna go now. Okay. <laughs> Another song I love. 
Um, I worry that Kesha's in a cult, maybe Heaven's Gate, that she's worrying that when she dies, a spaceship's going to pick her up. Um, I did read that she saw a spaceship at Red Rock and believes that it's going to come back for her. So she really oh, wow. does believe that this is going to happen to her. Um, it's another oddball song, just like the last one that I am crazy about. Um, I love okay. the alt. I love the alternative bluegrass vibe that this song gives. And to counter you, Benny, I love, love, love the last verse of the song that's spoken oh, wow. word. Like, I don't know what it is about it, but I, I like weird shit like that. And this works for me. The last two tracks of the song, I want a whole album of this by Kesha. <laughs> okay. Wow. Awesome. We, so we are. We're, see, now we're, now we're back to being diametrically opposed again. Dan. I love this. <laughs> it's uh, a crazy way to end the album. And I give it a hundred. Fair enough. Uh, <laughs> so I, I wrote here, uh, I can't really tell if Kesha wanted this record to be country, rock, or pop. A very confusing end to the album. Sounds like that Man of Constant Sorrow song sung by L. King. Uh, like like the spoken word at the end, but it just feels rambly at some point, uh, at some parts. It kind of feels like uh, Kesha's on like some sort of like peyote-induced bender. Uh, four out of ten on that one. See, but you, so you mentioned how like just know like what like where to go with the record but it's not the point in the record it's like that it's like a, it's, a, it's like a hot mess of of different genres that's the point I, I guess so maybe that was the part that i missed because i it there are the start of the, the front of the album feels very front loaded with a lot of pop relates a lot of pop sensibilities right and then sure. it goes down this country road uh path like kind of like halfway in the middle and then it, it it jumps back to being pop again it's like and i just sure. couldn't really make heads or tails of it so okay. then like to have it end on like this kind of somber sort of like you know uh banjo laced kind of just like uh song about aliens straight up bluegrass don't I mean, yeah, okay, fine. Straight up bluegrass, fine. The end of a bluegrass song at the end of talking about aliens, it just I I, I kind of walked away from the album going like, what did I listen to? Like that that's not the way that I feel like it should have ended, especially with as colorful as like the album artwork is and with all the iconography and everything else. I was expecting like some sort of like big dance pop anthem to kind of just like close it all out. And and those country songs kind of just being peppered in there is like, hey, I'm going to try out some new stuff, but I'm going to end you with like a, a real banger to just kind of like let you walk away and say, OK, time to listen to the album again, because there's more stuff for you to kind of pick apart as, as you go through it. And this one just it felt like it just left me on a somber note where I was like, I, why? I don't know. It, it felt like it, it, it should have been moved around somewhere else. That's just my opinion. I think it ended the album perfectly. <laughs> I don't think that, but like that spoken word, I mean, it, that wouldn't it's make so cool. sense. That would make sense in the middle of the album. Like It wouldn't make sense. Like, unless it was at the end of a different song. Sure it wouldn't. But I don't think that I don't think the spoken word should have even been in there. I know Dan disagrees with that. I don't, I don't think it should have even been in there. Can we play that for the listeners? Uh, we probably can. Uh, let me see if I can skip to it here. Hang on. <laughs> Let's see here. Maybe let's see here if this plays. And I know nothing. I don't know if this is it or not. Hold on, maybe not. Hang on. I'm nothing. Oh, there it is. Okay, hold on. The ocean of human endeavor. It all grows quite insignificant. I'm nothing more than recycled stardust and borrowed energy born from a rock spinning in the ether. It, it, yeah, it's just fucking weird, dude. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know she is weird. It's the I best kind it. of weird. I love it. Oh, I love it. Oh, that last track killed me. 
man. So I mean, I yeah, take another hit of acid there, Daniel. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm I'm very intrigued how you guys are gonna I gonna like rate this overall. Um, I'll go. I'll, I mean, I guess I'll go. I'll go first because I'm the one who 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 chose it. I mean, yeah, I. I definitely want to give, give us like a, a nine, um, a, a ten for me. I mean, that's a like for the most part. I again like pick. I think just being on you guys too much is that I find myself sometimes picking apart um, songs a, a little more. Um, yeah, but I still love this record. Um, nine out of ten. I'm curious um, what Daniel and Jacuna up there. Um, <laughs> you want to go first? Probably uh, like a three out of ten. <laughs> What'd no, you say? Not, my my reviews, my actually give me a lot higher than you think. Anyways, uh, Dan, I'll let you go ahead and give it. I'm gonna give this seven out of ten, and it probably would have been higher if there was those three songs I absolutely hated in the album, the Boots one, the one before Boots, and Track Two. Mm-hmm. If those three songs were not, I probably would have gave this like a nine out of ten. I really enjoyed listening, like way more than I was expecting, not knowing anything about a Kesha album. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I enjoyed and- the hell out of this. Yeah, I, uh, I walked into this album uh, thinking I wasn't going to like it right off the bat because I have a, I have a very love-hate relationship with pop music. There are there are certain pop artists I absolutely adore, and there's a lot that I don't. Um, and Kesha was always one of those that was like felt like a flash in the pan, like that, that didn't have a lot of longevity and staying power. This album proved me wrong. Um, so there were – make no mistake about it, there are songs on here that I just – do not like whatsoever and felt sure. like they just didn't belong. Um, but ultimately when it's all said and done, I give this album like a, like a, between a six and a six and a half. Uh, I, I think, uh, wow, okay. I, I think it has a lot of redeeming qualities to it. I see where she was going with it. I'm kind of wondering if uh, she continues to go down the country road of things in her yes. uh, newer album. I'm guessing from the looks it's, of the album cover, that that's back to being pop again. It's, um, what is it, Benny? Yeah, go ahead. No, tell us. I didn't really enjoy um, that album at all. I I bought it like right when it was released because like, I was I was hoping for like continuation of what Rainbow was. Sure. Um, I might have to revisit it because I haven't listened to it in a hot minute. Um, but it definitely I definitely did not like it as much as Rainbow. Right on. So I I also see something here that's interesting. I'm looking on Spotify just as we're talking here. Sure. Um, did you know that she was also a guest vocal on the Walker Hayes song "Fancy Like," which no. is a, which is a a straight up country song. It's it, like couldn't be any more country if it tried. Um, yeah, it's uh, it's not a good song though. <laughs> Just, to be quite oh, honest, I was like, so I'm like, oh well, maybe. And it's the reason why I saw it, I'm like, wait a second. So did she go back to her country roots? I'm like, or good for her if that's the case. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm looking at the album cover for High Road, and I'm like, eh, maybe, maybe not. Maybe maybe we're back to pop again. Um, but no, like like I said, um, this was an album that I was uh, surprised uh, about a lot. Uh, yeah, like said, me there's, too. There's songs, that, there's songs I didn't like, uh, but ultimately I walked away saying, you know what? If there's a few of these songs, especially like uh, if like praying shows up on like a playlist or something like that, I'm not skipping it for sure. Um, there are definitely a, a lot of songs that I'm like, man, these are yeah. solid, solid grouping of songs. So uh, kudos to Cash Out for sure. So. You guys want to know what I'm picking for my birthday? Yeah, so so uh, we we have uh, we have your birthday coming up here, Daniel. Obviously, not yet. I know. The next, the next episode we, we put out after this one, because the next two episodes are our end of the year lists. <laughs> yep, correct. Which uh, I'm very very excited to see to hear your uh, your 
end of the year uh, top songs and uh, albums for sure. And technically, this is going to come out on my birthday because the way things fell because Benny sure. won that competition. <laughs> but the album after that, I have chosen that I've always wanted to do on this podcast is Hot Rod Circuits. Sorry about tomorrow. Ooh, good record. Because I feel like Benny doesn't know it, and I want Benny to know it because I think ah. Benny's going to love this album. It's so good. It's we'll the, see. one we'll of my see. favorite emo albums of all time. Mm. Okay. Right on. Well, uh, gentlemen, so as, as we go, as we round things out tonight, uh, Dan, where can we find you on the internet? You can find me anywhere the spaceship takes you at Ecto Cooler Ghost. <laughs> Dear God. Benny, where can we find you on the internet? <sighs> That was great, Daniel. Thank you. Good transition, right? <laughs> Damn it. It was, it was great. Um, where can you the find me you? everywhere across the interwebs? Uh, Benny and the Wax, rather it be Twitter, Instagram, or the TikToks. Um, you can find me there. You can come yell at me. Tell me my my takes are shit. Tell me they're <laughs> awesome. Um, tell me that um, Shakuna and Dan are completely wrong. I mean, I'm always <laughs> right. Um, whatever you want to do, I'm, 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 all, I'm all for so is that is that where we're finding you? Yeah. Or, or do you or do you need to, to learn to let go? <laughs> I'll be praying for you, Benny. Uh, uh, I I won't hunt you down either. Um, but you can find me over the rainbow. Like oh, oh and damn it! You <laughs> bastards. Uh, at oh. uh, on on Twitter or Facebook or where, just wherever the, you go on the internet, you'll find that me there. Um, I'm also on Twitch. I, I stream every uh, Wednesday and Friday starting 8 p.m. Play video games horribly. You should join me there. Um, but also, guys, make sure to go to BesideOurselves.com for all of our links to all of our social media, as well as where you can find our merch, our private Discord group, and a whole lot more. Also, where you can listen to this podcast on your podcast service of choice. Um, and, and all the fun stuff is there. So go to BesideOurselves.com. And with that, it's time to flip the record over. 